previously at the Macarius Avenue. I'm talking about how to master our emotions. Mastering your emotions. Now you have to understand that life is very practical than emotional. Life is very practical. Yet God has created us as emotional beings. So we have emotions. You can express emotions in various ways. Praise God. I, I wish that you would listen to me more than right. Because some of you, after you have eaten, you don't even do anything with it. So life is more practical than emotional. Yet we are emotional beings. And God has created us as homo sapiens in the animal kingdom. We are animals, but we are higher level animals. That's what science says. Somebody says, oh, I'm not an animal. You are. But we are higher forms of animals. Praise God. In our category, we are homo sapiens. Hallelujah. So as homo sapiens, we are the ones that are able to express ourselves better among all animals. So in that kingdom, animalia. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Somebody is angry. <laughs> So you see, a monkey looks almost like a human being, but yet cannot express itself. They don't have the power of words. So they say, they can't express themselves. If I'll be wondering how, when animals get sick, who takes care of them? That should tell you that sickness is not God's plan. In the animal kingdom, they have no doctors. Who takes care of the lion when it is sick? Another lion? Why are you not talking to me? Do they get sick? Yes, they do. They get sick. How do they treat themselves? We'll find out one day. Praise God. But the idea is that we are emotional beings. And until you understand that your emotions will either make you or not make you, you will decide to master your emotions. Because our emotions take a hold of us as human beings. What we feel, what we taste, what we touch, all these things comes to a place of build up and it gives us our sense of being. Your environment you grow up in, all the things you do adds up to your personality. Hallelujah. One of the things you can do to yourself is never to deceive yourself. Many people fall into trouble because we deceive ourselves to be something which we are not. I've talked to people who say, man of God, me, I'm a very loyal person, just to find out that they are not loyal. You know how you can tell yourself a lie till to you the lie is the truth? I'm loyal, me, I'm a very humble person. I can humble to you, put the person in a situation. Then the pride will pop up. Then the rather than that, I... I'm not humble like that. Yet the person who keeps telling them, if not this person that did this, like this is not happy. The person doesn't want to believe that he or she is not humble. So one of the things that can help you is that never lie to yourself. Tell somebody who has been lying to themselves. I don't like the way. Look at somebody again and say, make sure you don't lie to yourself. It's a very dangerous thing. I don't like the way you are telling them. Dangerous to lie to yourself. Hallelujah. So let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 
verse 25 and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in words every man and woman if you want to master things in this life mastering is temperance or being temperate in all things temperance hallelujah a little here a little there a little there because of how human beings are if we don't take time you always be one-sided and that is what christians are many christians are one-sided people we don't think holistically if he's spiritual, everything is spiritual. If you see a cockroach, that's a witch flying. If you see a blood cat in the night, it's spiritual. Nevertheless, there are blood cats who are demonic. But it's not all blood cats. Oh? But we have to be balanced in our approach to things. Praise God. I'm, I'm building up. Yeah, is he a good one? If you don't take time, so we are not a Christian, you must not have fun. I don't that you sin is good. So, because we want to avoid sin, Christians don't have fun at all. They can't go to the beach. They don't, they don't do anything. So then Christianity looks boring. But it's not God that sets it like that. Because you can still have fun and have it with temperance in your head that I cannot go beyond this level. Oh, is that a good one? Oh, clap your hands for God. Because when I was growing up as a prophet, I was a very weird prophet. One day I prophesied to somebody, I told that you cannot, I see you going to the mall. I was very young. So when we close, the guy said, now mall, so so. Because that time they have just opened a crowd more fresh. And I was prophesying to the guy. The guy was worried. We closed the meeting. I was like, so I can't go to the mall. And I'm like, yes. I just scared the hell over the guy. Because those days when I cram all open, go and see the people that go there. They are not going to shop. They are not going to do anything. They are just packed. It's like when the Kumasi mall was open for our own people. It was packed. People are doing nothing there, but they are just there. So people are hanging around, misbehaving. Do you get what I mean? Oh, clap your hands for God. So Christians don't have fun. Tell somebody, you must learn to have fun in the godly way. Tell the person. Tell him it's not all about prayer. You are a holistic being. Can the amen be louder? So you realize that there are Christian homes that they don't, they don't have fun. They don't even know what to do to have fun. All they do is that they just get up. They just, they just stay all by themselves. They don't know what to do. The sad is when the husband and the wife are not emotionally connected. The house can be boring. And the marriage is stale. Because many Christians have very stale marriages. The person have grown to become your sister. And you have grown to become their brother. So brother and sister are living together. Because we don't know what to do to have fun in our home. So this one goes to work, come back, this one's come to work, he eats his food. And the sad thing for the man 
is that at night that the woman is tired and sleeping, then they are putting their hands on you. They don't know what to do. I think it's very, very unwise for a man who is married to be asking the wife for sex. It is not wise. It's not a sin. <laughs> it is not wise. Many women don't adhere to that. You would have to find a way to woo her to do it. So when he's going to work, he will just tell the wife that, and now, and the wife must catch it. And I'm like, this cannot work for me. And then, and then say, say. Clap your hands for God. <laughs> so the woman is at work. All she's hearing is a nail. No romantic test. No how are you doing. No sweet words. So when the woman comes, women are not straightforward people. So if you are dealing with a woman on straightforwardness, you'll be amazed that the woman is not opening up to you. And you are not knowing why. It's not because she doesn't want to. You are too a straightforward man. You don't know that your woman is more refined than you. And women are more sophisticated than men. And men, we think straight. Women think zigzag, circle, meandering, contour, you know, all together. Praise God. Pastor doesn't agree with me. Write your question. <laughs> Can the amen be louder? <laughs> oh, you don't like what I'm saying. So if you don't master and know what to do, you will end up messing up. And that is how people mess up. They lose their relationships. They lose their marriage. Then they're under prayer, come praying. Because they don't even know what to do with their wife. They don't even know what to do with their husband. And it's true. They don't know what to do. And... The woman is not talking. The man is not talking. So you have to come to a place where you are mastering your emotions, the ability to express the innermost part of your being, expression. And that is what we lack in Africa. We don't know how to express ourselves. Somebody has a certain feeling in himself, but he cannot express it. I see some of the young guys, they love a, a lady... And they can't express it. They'll just be buying her gifts. Hey. It's foolishness. Because women will take the gift if you don't express it and they'll be dating somebody who express it. So you see, a woman will draw closer to somebody who is more expressive than somebody who has money. Money is not really women's problem. Women can sacrifice anything if they find the man they love. Just as somebody can be chasing a lady, drives a Mercedes, he has a big house. Yet, the, the woman would decide to go with a guy who has nothing. And you are wondering, what is going on there? Yes. But the guys have it twisted. They think women love money. If women really love money, I don't think Bill Gates' wife will be divorced. Many of the billionaires are divorced. Someone said they are divorcing because, no, they are not divorcing because of money. They are divorced. They, they have the money. Hallelujah. The but they don't choose that way because women don't think like men. One of the best beautiful things is to grow up in a, in, a, in a mixture of male and female in a house. 
Because you know how females behave. If you were born boy boy, you are likely to have a problem in dealing with uh, the woman. If you're also all girls, the likelihood to deal with clap your hands for God so when you have males in the house if you don't take time raising them can be difficult because if you don't raise them well they will not know how to treat a woman because they have not been you are the, the mother is the only woman they know but the mother is already grown up so but on any sister you realize that they start doing things differently the brother does things differently, so you can teach them. This is how things are done. Clap your hands. So your emotions can make you or make you. And you have to understand that I am an emotional. Some of the people, we point hands and go, this person is too emotional. You, you are not emotional. Have you cried before? It means you are emotional. Have you laughed before? It means you are. Have you been excited out of the bloom before? tell the person by we are all emotional beings but we express it differently so and every man that's travel for the mastery is temperate in all things the ability to be balanced is the problem of the humans so you are temperate now they do it to obtain this is talking about athletes so an athlete will just not run he'll eat well he will not just eat well. He will check his sexual life. Because if he just eat and go and be clubbing and be doing and be doing other things, he will lose his focus. So an athlete is temperate in all things. That is why when Tiger Woods got drunk, they have to cancel some of his stuff. Because they want you to present yourself well as a proper athlete. Can the amen be louder? Amen. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Uh-huh. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Let's go. But I keep under my body and bring it to subjection, lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Now he's saying something that even if you want to apply temperance in all things, there are rules of engagement in every way. So many Christians love the prayer, but we don't love the principle. We love the miracle, but we don't love the principle. Everything that God does is backed by principle. There's the principle of sowing and reaping. You can pray like whatever. If you don't sow, you not reap. You can't go and plant maize and go and reap tangerine. It doesn't work. If you plant me, it's a principle. So they are natural principles. They are spiritual principles. And you have to be a principle person. A principle person is not a hard person. They say, Papa, do a principle There be principle person is the person that runs by the rules. Hallelujah. Oh, if you are here, clap your hands. He runs by the rules. You can marry and not go by marriage principles. You will still be going by boyfriend-girlfriend principles. But you don't know that you have left boyfriend-girlfriend level. But the marriage has its principles. So the person wants to enjoy the marriage, but doesn't want to go according to the principles of the marriage. You want to be promoted at work, but you don't want to go according to the principles of your work. So everything runs by principle. Even salvation is by principle. So knowledge is good. 
I've seen people that can read books. Ah, you can read books than them, but whatever they have read is not practical in their life. Why? They are acquiring knowledge. When you acquire knowledge, the knowledge must be based on how you can apply it by principle. I see many ladies when they are growing up, they read love books. They read it, they read it, read it. Because they read a lot, they think they can handle marriage. So immediately they marry, they realize that now what I have read, how to practicalize it is different. If you're growing up, you have read rich dad, poor dad. And you read it, you say, okay, now start investing and become rich. Now you invested and you didn't become rich. Because you didn't understand the principle of investment. All the person was trying to teach you by all the stories and all that. He's trying to show you a certain principle. And when you walk by principle, it will take you time. You cannot wake up one day and be wealthy. It will take you time. You cannot wake up one day and have mastery as an athlete. It will take you time. You cannot wake up one day and become a spiritual man. It will take you time. So everything takes time. Tell the person, let him hear. Say, if you don't have time, then you cannot have mastery. Can the amen be louder? So everything will take time for us to be able to build. Praise God. So what you are reading doesn't mean that you have knowledge. It's good you have knowledge. But that knowledge, how can I practicalize the knowledge by principle? So I have the knowledge of salvation. If I want to be saved, there's a principle for salvation. I can pray and I will not be saved because there is a principle for salvation. He said, with the mouth, you must confess. Or firstly, you believe in your heart and then you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So if you don't do that simple principle, you are not saved. And someone said that, no, how can God who loves me just by saying he said it, that is the principle. That is the way to go about it. Just like the same way, if sperm and egg does not meet, there will be no childbirth. You can't say, no, I want it my way. I will call the child into being. No matter how powerful you are as a prophet, even God will not do it like that. There must be that principle. So God works by. So ask somebody, why are you jumping the principle and thinking you will get a miracle? That is what I've seen. I've seen Christians. They will disobey all God's principle and go and hide in a prayer camp and be praying. They are doing four days, five days fasting, wasting their time because they don't want to apply the principle. All they want to do is to feel good. A feel good person, I want to be a happy person, will never make it, will always be trapped by the devil. So life is not about how good I want to feel or how happy I want to be. Life is about and being what? Practical about everything. Can the amen be louder? Now that you have understood that, hey, I'm an emotional being. I am an emotional being. There are external realities for me to face. And it is said that when your emotions get to a certain height, whether it's excitement, whether it is hurt, whether it is pain, your brain doesn't function the way it's supposed to function. A madman does not know external real, external realities. He doesn't know external realities. He can see pillar and see tea bread. So you see the guy biting it. You think that he to him, he's biting tea bread. And you are wondering. So the madman can walk in the street totally naked because 
He doesn't see that he's naked. You are the one seeing it. Because of whatever has happened to him, he does not see external reality. That is how when you allow yourself to accept height of emotions, whether it's pain, whether it's hurt, whether it's joy, no matter what it is, your brain will not function properly. So we say, make sure that anytime you are making any major decision, you are not overly excited. If you are overly excited, you make the wrong decision. If you are in pain, you also make the wrong decision. So you must be in a place where your temperance level is okay. You are very okay. That's why somebody can leave one relationship and because the person is pained emotionally, you always think that you are okay. The way the madman thinks that he's fine, that's why you also think you are okay. But you are not okay. Mental health. Many people know that they have mental problems. So when you ask them, seek counseling, oh, I don't need counseling. But you need it. Because anytime that you will make another mistake when you want to choose, you will make a mistake. Because your pain will color your emotions. So you make an emotional decision. That is why beauty is a charm. Beauty is called charm. That's what the Bible says. Or beauty no be charm. And men are always, that is the weakness of men. Charm. So a man will see a woman and all of a sudden by her countenance, he's charmed. He has stopped thinking. He said, I'm going for her. And he will make major foolish decisions because of the charm. He will not allow the charm to rest and say, no, I've been charmed. The truth is you tell yourself, the way I've seen this lady, I have been charmed. So now that I've been charmed, let me take my time and let me see whether I can get to know her. But when the charm comes in, the man doesn't take. All he's seen is the curves. All he's seen is the beauty. So the charm has gone over his head. He's not thinking. And that kind of person, no matter the advice you give him, he will rather advise you. Because at that moment, his brain is not working. He's in a certain state that when you advise him, he will not listen. So mastery comes in when you are able to master all of your emotions. And you can only master it when you are truthful to yourself. If I've been charmed, I've been charmed. If I'm angry, I won't tell myself, oh, me, I'm not angry. There are people you can they say, oh, no, you are angry. They say, me. Ha, me, I'm angry with you. Oh, no, 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 I'm not angry. Yet their attitude, their action toward you show that they are angry. So watch the actions of the person. Don't listen to the words, especially in Africa. Especially in, even in Africa, especially Ghana. Because Ghanaians don't express the reality of their hearts. I've been in church and I've seen people hurt in church. Say, come to my, say, prophet, me, I'm not, I can never be offended. Me offended? Mm. Then you watch what they do. And they leave church. And the things they say about church. How can you say you are not offended they are saying this thing? They are offended. A husband and a wife, they have issue. They will not express it. The wife say, the way I'm looking at you, you are angry. The man say, me. I'm angry. Everything is fine. You wake up in the morning. You call him. He won't answer. Hey, sweetheart, you are very angry. You are. 
Don't lie. These are the things now you have to be. Look at the person. You look at him and say, no, sweetheart, don't lie to yourself. If you are angry, it's an emotion. There is nothing wrong for being angry. But the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your... Have I helped somebody this morning? Clap your hands for God. I'm just building up. So when we understand that we are emotional beings, there are things that affect men that doesn't affect women. Because women are emotionally refined than men. Women can handle emotional things better than men. Because women are more emotional better than men. A woman who's saying that we and men are equal doesn't have common sense. Because men and women are not equal. Our bodies are not even the same. So men don't have breasts. We do, but it's not enhanced. It cannot produce milk. We don't have womb. Clap your hands for God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are, we are different. Look at somebody say, you are different and I'm different. The way you express something is different from the way I express it. Have I helped somebody? Yes, yeah, so men and women are different. And yet God wants us to live together. So when we live together, we have to understand that this person thinks differently. And I think differently. Now, the biggest weakness for men is charm and sex. That's the biggest weakness for men. A man will do anything just to have sex with somebody, even if he doesn't love her. But the woman will think that as long as this guy is doing all this thing, it means that he loves me. Meanwhile, the guy in his heart knows that all I want is this. And the woman is looking at the process in which the man is coming because women are process beings. So, oh, if this guy doesn't love me, why will he come to my house and fetch water? No. That's how a woman is thinking. Ah, no, 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 he really loves me. If he doesn't love me, he won't drive from his house and come and pick me and bring me to church. He has an agenda. That is how men think. Men are like point and kill. <laughs> but the woman thinks that that's why uh, sometimes a woman thinks that when I stretch him then it will mean that he loves me you can stretch a man can have time for two years it's like it's part of our testosterone it's like I'm going to conquer this if the Holy Spirit doesn't help you to put all those in there you will become a full blown male without temperance so the man will say, this is the lady. And all his, for all you know, he has been better with his friends. And he can take his time, two good years. And he won't say anything. He will never ask for something. I know if this guy would go all this way, then it means that he loves me. Because the woman is looking at the process. She's not looking at how the man is thinking. The man has an agenda. So we are, we are so wired what? Differently. So women will make most of their stupid decisions and biggest mistakes of women's life will be with their love life. Watch out any woman that have made a blunder is because of love. A woman can see that this guy doesn't love me but will still be hoping that he will change. And the things are clear. A woman can be with a man that knows that this man is not going to marry me and yet will be hoping 
that, oh, if I do all my things well, he will change his mind. When men don't change their mind, it's women that change their mind. A man can be with you. It's rare that a man will change his mind. No, he doesn't change his mind. Because he knows what he wants. If you are not the one, you are not the one. If you are the one, too, you are the one. That is why a guy can be with you. That is why a guy can be with you as male bestie. And do all the things with you and bring you invitation for his marriage. And you are wondering, if you didn't love me, why must we do all these things? And the man will say, oh, I thought we were just best friends. Man and woman cannot be best friends. Put this in your head. Man and women don't become best friends. If we become best friends, the man will always benefit more than the woman will benefit. Because if a man is trying to make a best friend with a lady, believe you me, all he's looking at is the end result. But you would think that, look, men are very cunning beings. A man can do everything. You may think that it's love, but it is not love. He will have patience with you and insult everybody, but only you will have patience. Because there is something, it's like a project that he has to conquer. The man will beat me after service. So. Let, me, let me close the service. Have I helped somebody? because like a, so a man and a woman cannot be best friends it cannot if you and a man are best friends it means that you are the foolish one it's mostly the woman is the foolish one not the man the man he knows what he wants he knows it so the relationship must be defined it's worse to see a woman and say this is my best friend they move together they do everything together they go everywhere together and sometimes they think nothing happen. Oh my goodness. You are underestimating your, the power of your emotions. Human beings, we are very fragile. Very, very fragile. Do you know that? You can even believe that there is a position for you at work. And you are doing everything to get it. Till your boss comes in and announces that he has given to this person. Your heart can be broken. Meanwhile, your boss never promised you the position. You assumed it. That should tell you how fragile we are with our emotions so there are things that when we assume and we don't even get we get broken broken so i don't assume too much i have to be practical with my life if a guy is coming to my life guy what do you want a lady lady what do you want what are we what are we going to do what is this what is this relationship for we have defined it and that is where we are going. Nothing should happen accidentally. Falling in love is not right. Love is built. It is not, you don't fall in it. You go in and you build it. The same way we build love, that's the same way we build trust. trust. Somebody say, eh, don't you trust me? Why should I trust you? Who are you? Yes, I don't. But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So that as I live with you, you are giving me all that reasonable doubt to still begin to trust you. So trust is built with what? Oh, clap your hands and shout glory to God. Am I helping somebody? Ladies, God will be smart. Don't be dumb. Many of a woman's dampness will come from love. So you see a woman married and she's craving for the ex-boyfriend. And you are wondering why? Why? 
And the ex-boyfriend can call because the ex-boyfriend has a grip over her life. And she doesn't know it. She's lying to herself that she doesn't, he doesn't have any grip over my life. Oh, no. Mm, me. She's just lying. She's being foolish. To start texting the ex-boyfriend. Every little thing about testing. Every the ex-boyfriend said that, come to my house and let's trash this issue. And the girl who called and said, me, if I come, nothing will happen, no. If you think that something will happen, you are lying. Nothing will happen. Yes, because she believes it. And she will go. And what she said won't happen, will happen. And she will say that, I didn't mean to do this, you know. This is just a mistake. It won't happen again. It will happen and again, and again, and again. Because the woman is being foolish. She cannot trust. She's underestimating her emotions. She's not thinking that, look, I don't have control over this guy. So what do I do? I block him on Facebook. I block him on Instagram. I block him on my phone. I block him everywhere. Because when I see this guy, I act foolishly. There are people when you meet them, you act foolishly. Those people when you meet them, you act foolishly. Block them from your life. Because they will destroy your destiny. Because when you meet them, your emotions are not in place anymore. If you have dated somebody five years, ten years, that person will have some grip over your life. Don't say that me and him, we are just... Oh, move on, so hey. Me and him, we are just... Hey. Nothing will ever happen. So they still go and say... The boy said that, for all time's sake, they just meet and have a drink. All I want is a drink. Then he say, okay, no, I can't have a drink with you. I'm married. He say, oh, no, 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 but we are not enemies. Why are you trying to treat me as an enemy? Then the girl will feel bad. I have not declared you as an enemy, but if you have, so be it. If you don't get these things, you will lie to yourself and think that you are strong. You are not strong like that. Tell somebody you are not that strong. <laughs> yes, some, some men who think that they are strong. You have not met the woman that will charm you yet. It's true. You have not met that woman. That when you sleep, because of her, you cannot sleep. And yet you are still married. And your heart is beating. You have not met me. You never meet that one. See, the man can say, say, oh, let me meet her once. <laughs> they can't say amen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Pastors solve a lot of silly problems. One day somebody was telling me that he was in the chair, the choir director. This, this, they were just friends. And they, they were like that, the friendship was, but she still kept saying that, hmm, hmm. And the guy was going to buy to somebody. And he said, we are just friends, we are just friends. We are just very, very, and it's not defined. The emotions went beyond whatever. And she got pregnant. And the guy said, no, you seduce me. You seduced me. And he went to confess to the pastor that the lady had seduced me and, and now I don't know what to do. And the pastors were praying for him. Let the spirit of seduction leave you. Any Jezebel, we always think that women are the Jezebel. I tell you, they are men Jezebels. Have I helped somebody? Look at somebody say, never underestimate your emotions. Look. Anger is an emotion. If you underestimate anger, you will kill somebody without realizing. 
You see somebody say, he and his wife, they were arguing, uh, he took a knife. Whoa, 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 and killed her. You say, ah, what a beast. Anybody can become a beast under a certain circumstance. Because when the thing is going to a certain place and you don't speak to yourself that, no, this one I'm going beyond, let me walk away. You think that you can be there and handle it. You can't handle it. That's why I said, when emotions go beyond a certain level, the brain stop working. So the man will stab the wife 75 times. And when he finished, you'll be like, ah. And when the police arrest him, say, I didn't know what happened. The devil took over me. And the devil is standing by and said, this one is not me. We try and try to me, so I check. Where the moon is Can the amen be louder? Uh, clap your hands and shout glory to God. Put your hand and say, Father, may I never underest- underestimate my emotions. Yes, pain. So somebody goes to work, there is an issue at work, the person gets flare up and become emotional. The only decision the person will make at the time is that I'm leaving the job. Meanwhile, when the person gives himself some time and get healed, he realized that the option was not to leave the job was to stay. But your emotions. Now, somebody sends me a, tes- uh, a message. She gave a testimony here. That's what I'm saying. She was in church and I prophesied to her. I said, look, if you leave your job, you are going to be very hungry. Don't leave. She believed it. The following week, she brought some CVs to me that she wants to go and distribute. I just prophesied to her. Why? The workplace has become tight. There becomes some way, so you become emotional about the place. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Yeah, the man of God have prophesied, but maybe God will open another door. So when she brought it, I said, no, I can't pray over it. But if you think that where you are applying to will be better, you go for that one. And she still left my office and went and applied. Thank God she didn't get those jobs. If she has gotten it, she will still come and give a testimony. But that would be the trap of her life. Because she would have entered into another job that God didn't say. Because she was emotional at this place. Things are not going well. It's easier to walk out from a place when things are not going well. Because you are emotional about the thing. But you have to master. When things are not going well, master your emotions. And let time pass. And when you allow some time to, and she allowed time to pass, thank God nobody was calling her. Oh, they, they, they. she went for some interview, Crampo. Now, yesterday the husband sent me a message. He said, man of God, thank you so much. When I look at the benefits and the salary they are giving to my wife, thank God that this one has come to pass. God has secured her. Somebody will be in Ghana. Ghana heading, Ghana heading. No, you start processing visa to travel. Nonsense. Where you are going? Who said that that place is heading? If you are going for holiday, fine. But sometimes you have to give yourself time. 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 Time is what allows our emotions to die down. And when it dies down, now we begin to think properly. And when we think properly, we can make the right decision. Joseph, uh, Isaac, everybody was leaving town. 
everybody. Why? There was famine. And if there's famine, only wisdom tells that you should go where there is food. When he was about to leave, God said, hey, Isaac, stay in this land. Don't allow your emotions to let you run. Because Egypt that you are going, the food is not there like that. You are going to become a slave so that you can get food to eat. And that's what some people do. They'll prefer going to wash plates in America than to have a dignified job in Ghana. Why? The salary is not much. The salary is not much. Go to Europe. Go and find out how much one bedroom costs in Europe. You are paying like 300 euros, 400 euros for one bedroom. Even what one bedroom can be a single room. You calculate 300, 400 euros to our, our currents. How much are they paying you? By the time you take out your bills, you take up your debt, you take all that, the money is finished. So the people in Europe become very stingy. You, you are in Ghana. You are paid 2,000 in Ghana. But when I call for, may somebody give a seat of 2,000, you are able to bring your 2,000. And you still know that God will still do it. Don't try that in Europe. Because who is going to give you money? Oh, that somebody say, oh, I pay your fare for you. Who is paying fare for you? The government have put the system in place. You buy tickets, you can go in and out for the whole day. So deal with the government. I won't come and give you money. So sometimes your emotions can let you leave a place you're not supposed to be to leave. I've seen people leave church because of an issue that can be solved. And they have become emotional. No, 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 no. They didn't treat me well. And you say, no, we want to treat you well. It's a problem. Let's solve it. Give yourself some time. And they don't want to give themselves some time. And they walk away. Then you go fall in another trouble. Look at somebody say, Tell tame your emotions. Oh. You are too quiet. Or oh, it's entering your dondoms. That is what it is. So somebody, you just have like maybe 100,000. Somebody come to tell you about a big business. You are just excited. No, you throw all your 100,000 inside. You are emotional. Then you lose the money. Temperance, the ability to say, I'm waiting for a while. This is what would like to say if you don't do this thing. If somebody tell me that thing, uh, you have just now even made me know that I won't do it. Hey, if you don't do this, I'll tell the man, I'll call. When the one tried, was trying to sell a car to me, say, This car, somebody come, somebody wants it. If man of God, if you don't buy them, I say, Somebody wants it. Give it to the person because I am not ready. Let that person have a God who bring another one. After all, cars are being made every year. So, is that the car I'll drive for the rest of my life? Let it go. That's how some guys behave when they want a woman. They become overly emotional about the woman. The woman is stretching, they are running, running. No, no, they are going to even fall in trouble. Don't be emotional. Take your time. If you're not getting the feedback, forget about that person. Go to somebody who is smile to you give you good feedback and take your time and build their relationship. Somebody will work with somebody three weeks and propose. Because the gentlemen are not trained. They are not trained. And you see a lady to accept oh you really love me. That is for GHS. If you are more than 25 you are silly. Because at that moment you don't know the guy. The guy doesn't know you. 
He's just looking at something. So just let us build. Why can't us can't we be friends? Let's build. Don't take me out and buy fried rice for me and propose to me that you love me. Take your fried rice and eat. Immediately I'll get angry. I say, is it because of fried rice? You order three and take away and walk away like that. <laughs> Have I helped somebody? Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Shake somebody and say, learn to tame your emotions. So anytime something is happening, you realize that I cannot think at this level. Let me wait. You realize that by the time you wait a bit, the choice you made, you make it again. What has changed? Now you're in your right senses. At the time you thought you were in your right, I've advised people who think they are their right senses, but me, I know they are not. Sometimes, when you go to the psychiatric hospital, some of the people there, they think they are okay. John Paul, is it not true? They say, oh, me. They rather be looking at you that you rather, you okay? <laughs> they say something's wrong with you. <laughs> but he is not okay. Now, let me step a step further. Anytime anything is done within that period, or somebody influences you to make any decision within a period that you are not in your senses, you can sue the person. Yes. Because you are not in your right frame of mind. You were, <laughs> you were under force, you were charmed. So you can, if you are a good lawyer, they can, uh, they're not arrest, but they can, they can, they can help you. Now, um, okay, so do, 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 do. clap your hands. I want to know whether I should say this. No. Everything must be by consent. Consent. That is why if you are, there is a woman with you, know, stir you up to the place where you are not thinking. Say sign check. You can take that check back by law because you signed the check when you were not on the right frame of mind why won't you let me finish when I'm done I'm thinking you know that at that moment I don't sign the check oh, oh is that man is that not true no oh, is that not true so why so the person you are you are in a state where you are not thinking so at that moment you write check that you cannot Somebody left his car and said, mm, the car is yours. And went home and the wife said, where is the car? I'm Robert stole it. He's lying. <laughs> He's not in the right frame of mind. Praise God. Hey, are you sure you are here? Shake somebody and say, please do all you can to master your emotions. But these things are practical. They are practical. Don't lie to yourself. It's as simple as that. Don't lie to yourself. You are falling for somebody. Say, me, I'm not falling for you. You know you are. And yet, you are hanging around the person you are hanging around. Say, me, no. You are, you are lying to yourself. We know the end result. You may even believe that you may not be hurt. But you'll be hurt. We have been here for a long time. We have seen it come and go. You will be hurt. Sometimes, when people get hurt like that, they even leave the church. Because they feel like this person has taken advantage of me. And nothing was properly written. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Tell yourself, I'm an emotional being. I have emotions. My emotions can mislead me. Therefore, no matter what I do, as I make decisions of, of life, I mean, don't count. I will take my time in Jesus' mighty name. Shall they so help me, God? God has helped you. Clap your hands.